Evil Squid Comics Podcast, episode 424. 4-24? Damn it, we're not going to make it a 26. Season 4, episode 24. Yeah, it's weird. That every we're, year. Every year. We do one on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and we didn't this year. I think it's because we missed a week. Yeah. And so we shifted. Well, I'm really glad we didn't, because I had stuff going on. Well, that's I great. wouldn't have been able to come anyway. Well, I'm Drew. Wow. I'm Dog. I'm Scott. And we get together every couple of weeks, and we have drinks, and we talk about comics. I am drinking a Moscow Mule Carabay Mule. It's not Moscow, then. It's just a Carabay Mule. Or Carabay Mule. mule. What are you drinking? I have the Moscow Mule. Moscow See, what are you drinking, Doug? I have a Jack Daniels Black Jack, Jack Cola. Cola. Wow, Black it Jack Cola. It contains alcohol. That's weird. It has a crisp taste, and you serve it cold. Well, hopefully I did. It is cold. Mm. Nice. Interesting. I do like those. I do pretty good. I'm just gonna buy. If these. you make like a, I'm gonna Jack, buy these. Do you always do a Jack and Coke cold? Like you put ice in it, or do you ever do it? No. Okay. I, I never drink soda hot. Why <laughs> do you don't drink soda hot? But but if you have a Jack and Coke, do you put it on the rocks? Usually. Okay, so it's cold. But my Jack's in my fridge anyway. Oh, it is? Oh, uh, yeah. cold and the... Oh, okay. I, th- I assumed your jack was like on a liquor Well, I have a cabinet in the... Or you can be like me and keep it in the freezer. It's the so bottle that... Make sure it's real cold. ...was purchased for the drink and draw that nobody drank. Nice. Do you still have that? Oh, my gosh. I don't drink, dude. I don't drink. He doesn't drink. Wow. I, I feel like I'm an enabler. No, you I absolutely I, are. I, I like <laughs> to drink. drink. I just don't do it at home. Don loves to drink. He I love to drink. drink. He loves it. Love it. Actually, I don't really care to drink. I just um, drink with you guys socially. I think I'm just going to start buying these instead of Coke and just take them to work. That's probably a good <laughs> idea. Drink it at lunch. Yeah. Doesn't probably make the day afternoon that much better. Oh, I'm sure it would. Cool. Oh, I think I like had a list of shit that I watched. Oh, Scott's got a list. So I, I watched, watched a couple like movies. I watched a ton of stuff. Oh this my is God. why I did not read <laughs> anything, I guess. Yeah, I know. I played a video game. Oh, what'd you play? Oxygen Not Included. Huh, I'm not familiar with that one. Right, right. That's what I've been playing. So let's see here. Who all watched Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special? Oh, I did, I did. came out? Yes. Yeah, it was so good. No. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. I enjoyed it. We loved it. I thought it was good. God, it came out. There's like a huge, I'm not going to say, but kind of spoiler, there's like a bomb that they dropped like in the first five minutes. And my son actually watched this with us and he was like, that seems rather important to be dropping in like a holiday special. But, what was the bomb? Maybe I even missed it. Uh, no, I'm sure you didn't. It's, I think I did. it's the relationship between uh, one of the characters and one of the characters. Oh, well, that's at the end. They tell you at the very beginning. I thought they told you at the end. Yeah, and, they, and at the end. Oh, okay. I missed it at the beginning, but okay. I forgot about the end. Yeah, they mentioned it it's right away. Who cares? You don't think so? I thought it was like, it's like big news. No. <laughs> I forgot oh, well. that it even came out. What did you think of this music? It was good. I enjoyed all the music. Did you enjoy the whole music? A lot of Kevin Bacon. So A lot of good. Kevin Bacon, yeah. You can never have too much Kevin Bacon. Okay. Right? Right. Do you know the premise? Was it in the trailer that... Because I didn't watch the trailer. Did the trailer give, like, the premise? The trailer does give the premise. Okay, so, so yeah. Don knows the premise. So, yeah, yeah he they should... Kidnap they, Kevin, Kevin, they kidnap Kevin Bacon. Yeah, as a Christmas present for, for Star-Lord. Yeah. Star-Lord. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty much the it's whole show. Pretty that's good. I mean, it's a good thing that I know it because you just ruined it if I didn't. Well, that's why I was checking that you said. Exactly. You just said I there's said, a lot of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't really say didn't why say Kevin was. Bacon oh. was in it. But that's the things. whole surprise that Kevin Bacon is actually in them. But it was in the trailer. But it was in the trailer, so it's it wasn't not that really big a surprise. What if I didn't see the trailer? But that's why you said, said you saw the trailer uh, earlier. Yes, I was aware of the Kevin Bacon twist. It's not a twist, it's the whole plot. It is a big chunk of the, of the plot, yeah. Kevin Bacon plot. I mean, from about the first ten minutes. Yeah, I was they, not aware of it because I had not seen the trailer. I watched Spirited. So do you think there was very little Rocket and Groot? There was very little Rocket and Groot. Well, what did you think of Rocket's Christmas gift that he got from uh, well, Nebula or whatever? I can't remember. Oh, he got like an arm or like... <laughs> right but do you know whose arm it is? No, whose arm? <laughs> it's the Winter Soldier's. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I, I, guess I guess I don't need to watch it. <laughs> Might as well just tell me the relationship, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't even catch it, so... I mean, and I now you at least know to just, look it's for It's not it. a big deal. It's not a big deal. And I mean, it's like flashes for like, what, five seconds tops? I mean. It's so funny. We started watching it and it's all like animated. And my wife's like, is this animated? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't mm. know why it's animated. <laughs> you think yeah. they would start with regular action, switch to the animation and switch back just so we're like, is this So that you know, yeah. Because I was pretty sure it wasn't. And then it starts with animation. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So. Didn't phase me, but I could see how it could turn some people off. Well, I, I mean, think I watched the wrong thing. It didn't turn me off. I'm just like, it's not but what some I was people expecting. it might, you know, thinking this is animated. Ah, cool. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do you watch, Scott? Uh, let's see here. Andor. Anybody like watch this? The last um, episode no, is out. I'm. I'm ten episodes in. I have to watch two more episodes. Eleven, twelve. Two more episodes. I so, really thought they were going. Are you caught up? No, I'm three episodes in. Three? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's still pretty good. The way you explained that the arcs were broken, I really thought they were going to break out of the prison in episode nine. I did, too. I did, too. I thought that was a little surprising. I thought that was that interesting. That they broke up their three, three, and then all of a sudden, four. Yeah. You know, type things. So, yeah. yeah. It does kind of go off that, that scale there a little bit. But yeah, no, I I, and the, I enjoyed it's the... something, this is not really a spoiler, because the fact that I didn't even know this, but one of the guys, the guy that he escapes with there at the prison, uh-huh. and they're running across the beach or yeah. beach with or whatever, he's in Rogue One. Oh, cool. It's the same actor. How do they even know so. that they could swim far enough to get to land? They probably didn't know that, and they just went they for just it. They just jump into the water and hope there's land. I mean, it could be like that stupid planet from Attack of the Clones that's all water. I could be. Well, I think you could see the, li- I, okay. the land. They could though. see land. They could see land. Okay. The bigger problem is, is what other shit is in that damn ocean, you know, and things. Well, that, and also, just because they get to land, wouldn't they just come and gather them up? Like, how are they going to get off? Well, the good news is, they do show you that in the next episode. Well, I'm sure. But, I mean, so. I'm just saying, as a prison break plan, like, if I break out of prison in the U.S., I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to a gas station, I'm going to get some clothes, I'm going to, you know, hide in the woods. I don't know. I have yeah. a plan. I mean... Yeah. They're breaking out on some unknown planet. They don't even know where they're at, and they got no real plan what to do next. True. Yeah, because of familiarity. So, yeah. But at least they do attempt to explain that the next episode. Well, I'm sure they figure it out. I'm just saying they're kind of leaping a leap of faith. Oh, it is a leap of faith. Literally but if, and figuratively. Can, that's still better than... The whole premise of that is... Is there's no other... They, 
there it, was no. It's better to try and die trying than to yeah, just you know roll over and let the and be miserable. At you least know, you got things. food. You can die slowly. So could be. Let's see here. Something else to note at the last episode does have a little bit of a uh, after credit scene. So none of the other episodes do, but the very last one does. And it's not like it's real required, but it kind of shows you what the guys were building on that damn uh, okay. uh, prison planet. I guess it's Death Star so, parts. Uh, that would be a good guess. So, uh, And then what else about that? Oh, uh, episode 10 then. So you got to the point where uh, Luthen, uh, you meet one of his spies, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What did you think of that um, monologue, though, that he has there at the end? Luthen in particular. I zoned out completely and didn't catch any of it. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think he just delivers it. Happens a lot so, with that show. He just they delivers just it like, blah, so blah, 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 good. Blah, and I started looking at my phone. Like, I'm really? Oh, see, I feel like he delivers it so well that it's like <laughs> one of the not, best parts of the whole he's like not series. Andor. So it appears not. So <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the best monologues of all of the Star Wars universe, and he just totally like, blah. No lightsabers. I'm gonna yeah. play on my damn phone. He's not so the of the of the brilliance that he's Andor. Yes, yes. I feel like I at some point that not show the, uh, disengaged me, and I'm just kind of powering through, but wow. I'm not really into it. Okay, well, definitely pay attention to. But the, I did enjoy the Prison Break episode because had lots of action, and I thought it was cool. We'll definitely pay attention to the he last. Doesn't like words. Bit of episode <laughs> in books shooting. or. Television. That is true. The last, uh, there's a chunk in episode 11 where Luthen kind of gets pulled over by some Imperials, you know, in outer space. You might watch So that. watch that part. You might pay It takes a little bit of time, uh, which, there a lot you know, so there is. there is some talking, but okay. I mean, you got to pay attention because it's still pretty kick ass. So, but I mean, I'm telling you, Luthen. After, like, episodes 10 and 11, is like, got to be one of the best Star Wars characters that they've had in a long time. So How many action figures have you bought of him, then? Of Luthen? I would buy one immediately if they put one out. <laughs> but he is, just kind, of, he is just kind of a already. plain white guy, so like I doubt that they're going to do that. Oh, that's so, an extra figure. It's, yeah, but probably the damn six-inch shit that I don't buy. So you don't buy this. Like, you have that's all you had was six inches. No, it's three and. Oh yeah, all you have is a three and a quarter. Inch yeah, piece. three and a quarter is what I have. So yeah, they won't do a three and a quarter. I doubt it because that doesn't sell as well. So they don't sell as well. No, they don't. They say supposedly the six-inch like size ones? matters, man. See, that's what she said. So, but people buy the six-inch. So that's what she said. <laughs> okay, interesting. So nobody's watching Andor. I can't believe it. I am watching Man, Andor. You're just taking forever with it. Uh, let's see here. I made it through like three or four episodes since we last had a podcast. Since, um, since Willow is being put out as a series here that started today, I watched the original Willow film. That it was started bad. today? Yeah, it started today. The first two episodes dropped. It's a series. I don't know how many episodes. Is it on Optimus Prime? It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Yeah, so Willow's on by Disney. Yeah, That's Willow is because it's part of the the whole Lucasfilm uh, series of things. 
But anyway, we went back and we watched uh, the I original watched it World. fairly recently, so I don't need to go back. You as well? Is no, I watched it, it like on six Disney? months ago. Okay, but still, I mean, what the hell did you think of it? I mean, is it, it on Willow? Disney? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on, on Disney+. Disney Plus. <laughs> the yeah. Willow, the original? Yeah, yes. the original movie okay, is on damn. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Why wouldn't no, it be? It's a Disney be. show. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they don't have it on there. It's a very good point. They don't, I still it's can't not like they have the entire Disney catalog. I still can't watch Something Wicked This Way Comes. Hey, I have a question for you. On Disney? Did you get from what... Scott was saying that the Willow show is on Disney, or was that not clear? That, that was clear. clear to me okay. until I asked. And then you knew. And then after he said the show is on Disney, you asked, is the movie on Disney? Right. You think they're not going to have it on there? Maybe not. Maybe he has a DVD. That's true. Maybe he has a VCR set up in his basement. I'm just thinking, and Disney as a VHS corporation, oh, which owns the rights to Disney, put out a series of Willow. You don't think they'd have the movie there for people to watch? Maybe you know, not. you never know with with Disney. Maybe they want the to charge people thinking. thirty for a DVD. Bingo. You never know. Yeah, but or just thirty dollars. I'm to stream so it. sorry. You can I make asked an a dumbass question. I did not think it was dumb. So cheers, ching. Anyway, I watched the original Willow. That is not a very good movie. So it's all right. It's got it, Kilmer. I mean, yeah. it's a little clunky. It is, does have Bill Kilmer, so I guess that does give it a little bit more of a. Thumbs, He's pretty bad in thumbs it. Up. Yeah, oh, he does an awful job, but I mean, it's. He <laughs> it was probably drunk. Peck. I, he he Peck. seems that way throughout most of the film. Peck. Yes. So, but yeah. Anyway, it's watch okay. that. It's not great. Um, let's see here. Did also, not age well. on Disney Plus, they have a National Geographic stuff on there. I watched Limitless with Chris, Hel- Chris Helmsworth. So, <laughs> now it's going to retire because so. of Limitless. Thanks. Thanks, Limitless. He probably should after doing all that crap. So, because basically he's putting himself through whatever. It's kind of funny, though, because of the fact that he's. Well, I guess he found out that he's pre. He has a. He's predisposed towards, towards Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. He's yeah. like, yeah, so I'm going to take some time off and spend it with my family, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, really, dude? I mean. Why whatever. not? If I found all that crap out and I had that money and things, what the hell? You know? Might so well. no Thor 5, apparently. Probably not anytime soon. But it is funny that he's he's trying to, like, do this, like, rope climb up of 100 yards or something like this or 100 feet, you know, type things. Apparently they can't do that very easily. Well, at the same time, he's having to bulk up for Thor. So that's like a double whammy. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to try to gain, like, you know, 20 to 30 pounds. At the same time, I'm trying to do this challenge of well, I think climbing this rope. Muscle. I think those little Asian guys that do uh, Ninja Warrior, they're all but bulky, right? No, they're not. They're light. That's the bigger thing. Yeah, those guys, they've got all this arm strength and grip strength, you know, type things going on. But overall, they don't have all the rest of that, that mass. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a whole lot easier for them. Heck, his wife made, like, simple work of it, you know, and she's, like, freaking 150 pounds lighter than him. Hmm. So... Yeah. Scott would know he watched American Ninja Warrior. I did watch um, your uh, the Redeem team. Oh yeah, yeah. Netflix. You didn't like it too much. It was okay. It was kind of interesting. I think you had already told me the best parts. The better parts, yeah. The Kobe and (laughs) Kobe and LeBron stuff. Yeah. Told me the best parts. It was like, eh, there wasn't a lot to it. It was no. It was no. Last dance or anything. No, no. But, yeah, definitely not. But, yeah. But the difference was Last Dance went over, like, what, eight damn episodes or something like that. At least this was just, like, one little hour and a half thing or something. Yeah, that's true. You could 
kind of blitz through there. Right, I mean, I did well, like the part, you know, of Kobe, you know, uh, what, how he was showing, you know, that he was going to run through what Paul Gasol. Oh, know, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am part of the American team here. There's nobody else, you know, right now. Well, no teammates. Like, you're just going to run him over? I mean, why? Yeah, pretty <laughs> just much. Just to do it, basically. Pretty much. Okay, I mean, you probably could have demonstrated that in other ways. Could have. Just <laughs> could've, slam, knock the guy over. You're talking about. I mean. You know, Kobe was aggressive. So Yes, he was aggressive. And now he's dead. How'd that work out for him? That's true. Probably that, not good. Maybe it did work out for him. Being knows? aggressive or being dead? Being dead. Which one are you talking about? I'm curious which one you were talking about. All right. Being dead. <laughs> Being dead. Yeah, that would have Let's I see. Watch Disenchanted. You can skip that. That's on Disney Plus Why as well. It's like the Disenchanted. It's like, well, because you have kids. You have a, in particular. They've never like, seen Enchanted. That was like before seen, they were that, born. I know. Did you know that was like 15 years ago, I think, or yeah, something like that? Yeah, was like 12. It was like a long damn time ago. Well, yeah. I figured you'd do a double feature with her or something. Who the hell knows? I never even but, watched Enchanted. So... Yeah, I don't think it was all that great anyway. And I don't know why I watched Disenchanted. So they made a sequel to a movie that no one barely remembers. Oh, wait, Avatar. Sorry. They are doing that. Let's see here. <laughs> then, uh, a lot of people remember Avatar. Then moving on to Netflix, watched uh, Up in the Air. I had never seen that before with George Clooney. You never saw I that? I had never seen that. That's almost more... Oh, I was thinking of uh, the meteorish thing. Up in the Air. That's a great movie, Up in the Air. Yeah, no, Don't Look Up is the one you're Don't thinking of. Yeah, Up in the Air is one. excellent. I love that movie. It is good. And it's almost like, it's amazing how that thing was made before the pandemic. But, you know, now during yeah. pandemic times or, you know, after that, it's like, oh my God, this thing's just like almost spot on, you know, with oh, the yeah. whole teams thing or whatever firing people over the web you know and things were you so, surprised with the twist uh yeah i guess i was um kind of you know with kind of how it was how it went but um you know and honestly it kind of made the movie slow down a bit though too at that yeah for what i was doing i don't probably. know ah who knows but yeah i was a little surprised there uh let's see here watched um now what made you watch up in the air that's old it is old, but it popped up for some reason on my Netflix. So okay. I thought, yeah, okay. I've and always you've never kind of, seen it? And i never seen it. So I was yeah. like, yeah. I had like a couple hours, and I just like, Toop, tossed it on. Uh, where the Crawdads so Sing. A couple hours. Oh, don't tell me anything about that. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Don't tell it's me anything bad. about it's it. about this girl in the South. I read the book. Marsh Girl. Waiting to watch the movie. You have read the book. Okay, then you'll probably hate it. But I had never read the book, and so uh, I thought it was okay. But <laughs> So... Of course he read the book. It's about a little girl. No, it's not about a little girl. Does she have braces? Uh, she probably should have because she, she lives in the marsh. So. No, she doesn't have any money. She doesn't have braces. That's right. So. She can't afford braces. That's for rich people. But, yeah. That, but it was okay. It was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, watched a movie called The Wonder. The Wonder? It's got Florence Pugh. So, of course, I had to watch it. So, anyway, <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> so... I didn't even watch the damn movie you guys talked about last time with her in it. I don't, uh, don't worry, darling. Don't watch that one. Uh, the Wonder is pretty good, uh, but it's got this weird... Here again, it's another one where it seems like it wants to be smarter than it is or something like this. I mean, it takes place... It's basically like early 1900s, and there's this girl, they young girl... very smart in the 1900s. Well, yeah. But it's <laughs> there's this young girl who... Uh, we're still drinking river water. Hasn't been eating. Okay, and supposedly she hasn't ate anything for like four months, and she's still alive. Well, you and, things. Have to eat. and so they're like, "Well, how the heck can this girl still be going after four well, months of not eating?" And so they bring in a nurse and they bring in a nun because they think it's something you know spiritual at this point, like a miracle. Uh, so to watch and everything food. else. 
So, and so that's the whole thing of it is how, and how is this happening and things. And so they end up, you know, it, it, it runs pretty well and, you know, they, they, I feel like it concludes satisfactorily, you know, type of thing, but they do this stuff kind of odd at the beginning. It kind of like is letting you know that it's a movie, you know, so they're kind of like breaking this fourth wall, but they only do it in like the very beginning, the end, and like this one little part in the middle. And I'm like, what the hell was that even done for? So it it seems odd. It like almost pulls you back out of the story, you know, in some ways for what overall is a fairly good story with decent acting, you know, and things. So it, it's just a little odd. It's it's an average film because of some of the directorial things mm. that they decide to do. But but I think it could have been really good, you know, type things from a story perspective. But it does stumble a little bit there. Um, watch Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. Everybody's talking about that. I haven't watched it. It's well, pretty good. I don't really have much desire. To watch. It feels like a CW show, like a you know supernatural, charmed, you know, name your whatever CW type thing. You know, it's kind of Flash. To, yeah, Smallville. Flash, Smallville, all that type of stuff. Yep, it feels like those. It's kind of got a little murder mystery thing going on, so it's kind of cool with that. But overall, it's got good acting, you know, and things. Believe it or not, uh, but. But um, I'm with Drew. I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was fairly decent acting and things, but it it's. You know what I realized? I don't really know what good acting is. I mean, I couldn't tell good acting from bad acting. Yeah. No. Who knows? I, I have no judgment. Watch Val Kilmer and Willow. Apparently, that's bad. <laughs> I think it's a bad script. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think I think a lot of bad acting is just confused with bad script, and a really good script is confused with. I watched good uh, Drew's favorite Star Wars movie. Ooh, which one? Rogue, Rogue One. one. <laughs> it's not my favorite bingo it's my favorite uh, it's but, your favorite Star Wars movie no. well since I finished I, off I like Andor it. I was like after finishing Andor I was it's like I top. feel the, the need you should have held out for season it. 2 of I Andor. should have but I'll probably just watch Rogue One again it's, oh, in, the season two. it's in the top 9 so, um, it's right in my top 20 it, it's, it's there a good are film. 20 Star Wars movies it's true yeah. ah, Rogue One's really good though I like it, it. Is. Uh, and let's see here. I think last thing I started 1899 on Netflix, but uh, only got like one episode in. So. What the hell is 1899? Uh, it's from it's the people that they made a movie called Dark. Uh, oh, yeah. It's German. It was that was Dark a German series. Dark was a series uh, made by like a German filmmaker, but yeah, very cool sci fi like, type thing. It, it, it is dubbed or subbed. It's really You know, type right. things. Um, it's like their mouths are saying one thing in there. Man, how did you handle? Uh, the, I didn't watch it. The Squid Games. I didn't. He didn't watch it. Oh my god! So. I watched one episode. And I was but like, Dark is actually pretty good too. If you ever get the chance. But the problem with Dark is it's it's more of a character driven, you know, tiny whiny yeah, show of type things. So yeah, <laughs> it's not a whole lot of action in Dark. Uh, like, but eighteen ninety nine is from the same people that wrote Dark. But this is America. It, it's is it Americanized. It is Americanized, but yet. It's more of trying to be more of a overall world thing. I mean, because of the fact that there's people speaking Japanese, others speaking, I think, Chinese, uh, another one speaking Spanish, another one speaking German, another one speaking French, and then you have some Americans, and they're all speaking in their native languages. So you so are having to, yes, you are having to, to read? read a lot. So um, he doesn't like words. Uh, yeah, but this is the same guy that read "Where the Crawdads Sing." I mean, for God's sakes, he should be able to sit down and apparently he likes words if it's about a marsh girl. That, yeah, it could be. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, that was my list of 
watching type thing. That's it? I, I watched it. House of Gucci. Ooh. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, that's very good. You Did you like it? it? Yeah. Check out uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga and... And uh, uh, my boy, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's in it. Yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. They're like the two main characters. But Al Pacino's in it. Oh. What? Jared Leto is unrecognizable as a character. In imagine it. that. Yeah, imagine that. What is that? Jared Leto. You don't know who Jared Leto is? No. What is House of Gucci? It's about the Gucci's. Like, you know the brand Gucci? This is the TV show? No, it's a movie by Ridley Scott. You know who Ridley Scott is? I do. Like, uh... Alien Runner. Are you not entertained? Alien. Yeah. Gladiator. He made a movie about the Gucci's in the 80s. and like Prometheus? Their struggle for control of the... The company. Yeah. What's it on? It's pretty fascinating. It's on, uh... It's on HBO Max. Huh. No, it came out like uh, like Christmas of 2021. Yeah. Wow. So it's over a year old. Okay. And But you thought it was pretty, pretty Yeah, good, it was huh? worth watching. Wow. If you like historical type, uh, autobio type stuff, that's yeah. kind of, okay. that's kind of glammed up a little bit. Hmm. No, it was well done. It was good. It was, it was interesting. Okay. I think it was good. And then I saw, nope. Oh, did you? Have you seen that? I haven't. I was waiting to watch it with Ben. Okay. We were waiting to watch it with Emma, and we finally cornered her on Friday night and said, hey, you're going to watch Nope with us? She was like, yeah. And so we got the, sat down, we turned it on, she laid on the couch and was out in like 15 minutes. So it was cool. well worth the wait. Yeah, well it worth does. waiting for her to watch it. But did you like it? It's pretty good, yeah. I started to doze off a little bit towards Is the Is it end. better than us? Uh, no. I fell asleep of- in Black Panther, too. I watched that too, actually. Of his the, three movies, okay, we'll get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so. his three movies, it's probably the weakest, but that's uh, that's still not saying that's bad. I still think it's okay. very well done and very good. It's just not nope. probably his best. Watching his movies, I kind of feel like he's a cross between like Tarantino and uh, Shyamalan. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, like he's got kind of the like weird kind of twisty stuff, but then he's got kind of like the kind of artsy kind of style kind of Tarantino has a little bit, you know? Uh, okay. And I really got that feeling in Nope. Maybe it wasn't as prevalent in Us and Get Out. But yeah, watch it. Let me know what you think. Cool. You may have it's to a, sometime. It's a pretty... Uh, Believe it or not, I have never seen Us, though. So. Oh, you haven't seen Us? I haven't. I just heard that that's, that's like the best. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, I've, I've heard you're not the first person I've heard that from. But Get so. Out is really good as well. Have you seen Get Out? No, I haven't. I know. Jordan Peele is probably one of the mo- most interesting filmmakers, filmmakers right now. of the last 10 years. I mean, there's a couple guys. I really like Alex Garland, and I really like the guy who did Dune, Denis Villeneuve. Oh, you do like his Like, stuff? those three are the ones that are kind of my favorite kind of hmm. guys making movies right now. Other than the old guys, like Tarantino and uh, Nolan and those guys. And so I like those, those guys, guys too. Yeah. But of the newer guys who have only been around the for the last batch. 10 or 15, mm. they seem some of the most interesting. But yeah, no, it's good. You should see all the the, the Jordan. I should, I should. They're worth watching. I think Us is on my Voodoo account. Yeah, it probably is. I've Get also, Out might be on there too. I think I've got. Oh, yeah, I like scary movies. movies. They aren't really that scary. They're suspenseful, but more. Uh, they're not really in that. Uh, they're not horror. They're horror more suspense, and they're kind of things. They're a little more heady. And I think like, I, I think I'm more of the case that I don't like. I really don't like torture. Horror, oh, porn type thing. Tor- por- what do they call it? Torture porn. Torture porn. Yeah. yeah. Saw. I know. Like the they saw. They got really ones. big in like the two thousands. Like saw. Yeah, and saw, and there was the other one too. The other ones like the hostel. And yes, all that's it. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen the hostel movies, but I've seen saw, all of them. I've seen any of them. I watched the new one with Chris Rock. 
Well, it's oh, older now. Spiral. Spiral. Yeah, that I one was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. Like I said, I don't like those. I'm, I'm with Scott. I don't like those movies. Yeah, I'm not real fun. Not really my deal. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, okay. but yeah. Cool. And then, I think a second guess. Maybe that was it. Still. I did see the Wakanda Forever or whatever, uh-huh. the Black Panther 2, so. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, I don't know. I, you know, the other thing that really irritated me that I don't think I talked about was they tried to do the whole, because they had the Wakanda, they had to have the Namor thing, like they wanted to catch on, like all the Na- all the, all the Atlanteans did the, what was they it? They did some symbol. It yeah. was like some freaking symbol. Yeah, I'm like, really? So we yeah. did this, now we gotta do this? I'm like, yeah. Drop, just stop Marvel. I don't know. Stop Disney. Could be. Stop. Wow. I think the bigger, well, the bigger problem I had with, that, and it, part of it is just, you know, circumstances, you know, honestly. But when you have a person like Chadwick Boseman uh-huh. and to boot in the first Black Panther movie, this is one of the reasons why I like it, is you have Boseman and you have Michael B. Jordan, and those guys are both such strong actors, you know, and things of that nature, and could just play off each other and everything else in that that they carried a lot of that movie for me anyway well now well i don't know if it's a spoiler or not but michael b does show up for like a little uh little cameo but overall exactly but overall besides that the the movie doesn't have that magnetic characters you know or anything else and it feels like it's starting from scratch again you know, type things. Where it's supposed to be a part two, but, you know, it's were rebooting you, a whole bunch of stuff. Were you let down by the big battle at the end? Uh, I, I, Didn't it just happen, like, on a boat? It does. Like, 12 it, people? It doesn't seem like it's, it's that like big of a battle. And Atlantean I'm still not entirely sure the what Wakanda the... Nation, it's like 12 people well, on a boat. I think the whole thing, though, of it doesn't make any sense to me. Why the hell were the freaking Atlanteans even doing that? The, the, you know, there is... <laughs> It's kind of, you know, the whole premise of why some of that is happening seems a little forced, I think, in some Because Namor ways. wanted Wakanda to stand with him against I know. the rest of the world. And so let me go kill these people, the one people that may actually, like, support me underwater. I'm going to go kill them first before I go take out the rest of the world. I, I don't know. It just doesn't, like I said, his motivations for doing that, it didn't make much sense. And I'm still not entirely sure why the Atlanteans like had this weird regenerative power either type thing. Sometimes they could die, but sometimes they couldn't. I, I don't know. Like I said, some things just didn't make a, a whole I, lot of sense to I me. I barely either. paid attention to it when I watched it. I don't remember any of it. Like so, three weeks later, I don't know. It. My thing I'll is, have to it, wait it's for still it to come out on Disney. I still don't feel it. like it was a bad movie by any means, but it's just as Marvel goes, I didn't feel. And I, like I say, I I want to forgive it a little bit because it does suffer because of the fact that they they lost their lead I mean, yeah, to yeah. natural causes, you know, type things. Yeah. So you know, and that really has to to hurt, you know, in that franchise, and it kind of shows a little bit. They they did the best I think in some cases of what they had, but because of what happened, they did have to do a bit of a reboot, and that's that I think hurts it. I watched Spirited. Oh, how was that? Yeah, that's funny. Should I watch it? Yeah. What is that? It's a uh, Apple. Is it on Apple? Yeah. Oh. You don't have Apple. Yeah, I do. Oh, you he do. He does now. I do now. Cool. Apparently, I'm rich. I didn't know. Seven other streaming services available. Sweet, possible. So it was nice. worth watching. Yeah, it's 
it seemed long. Or it was yeah. just I wanted to go do other stuff. But uh, it's not <laughs> No, it's a musical too. Oh. Your wife would like it. Your kids would like it. Does Christy like it's musicals? It's Scrooged. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's it's, it's Scrooged. Yeah, it's they. The uh, Will Ferrell is the ghost of Christmas Present, and they're trying to turn Ryan Reynolds because he's like a, a Scrooge. Yeah, he's like a bah humbug dude. Gotcha. So that's the whole movie. It's got some twists and turns, but I don't know. It was funny. Cool. Okay. It was good. I just felt like it was. It's like over two hours. So yeah, that's it, too much for like a light musical. So it was basically somebody trying to give the Christmas spirit to Deadpool. Is that what this was? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do we watched? Um, oh, we watched that uh, series on um, Peacock, A Friend of the Family. Yeah, you probably never will. Horror? Uh, no, it's a document. Well, it's based on a true story about this guy. Is it another serial killer? No, he's not a serial killer. He's a... a <laughs> Mass child. murderer? He's, he's a pedophile. Oh, okay. He basically... <laughs> you just keep going down the it's list got, of, um, of deranged it's people. It's got and, um, uh, the Hanks dude. Tom? Colin Hanks? This is Tom kid. Hanks' son? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Colin. Is it Colin? Yes. Colin Hanks in it. Anna Paquin's in it. Rogue. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's like set in the 70s. There's this girl... And there's like a friend of the family. He, they're like Mormon. Yeah. And oh, of he, course. he's like a. Fr- I think they're because all Mormons but, are but pedophiles. But it doesn't matter. No, but, that so. doesn't matter. But they're like <laughs> they call him brother. He like becomes part of the family, and then he like kidnaps the daughter, twelve year old daughter, thirteen year old daughter, and like takes her out into the woods and brainwashes her to think that she's like. There's these aliens, and she's part alien, and oh, nice. they have to, like, have a baby to, like, save this alien race. <laughs> and so, like, the whole time, this guy, he's married, and he has, like, three, four kids, but he's, like, just Probably trying to marry well. the 14-year-old girl. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, like, ten episodes. Wow. It it got to the point where it was so stupid because the people, the parents are just idiots. I was just like, I don't know if I can watch any more of this, but we we pulled her and watched it. I did start watching um, uh, Letter Kitty. I don't know what that is. I think I watched some of those. Episodes. I watched like thirty seconds, and then we realized it's probably this not, is a not show for, for you. my wife. And, <laughs> oh no! I, I think I would like it, so, but I don't think my wife would. Have so liked Letter Kitty is a like... a sitcom, you know, type of thing. Twenty minute episodes, whatever you want to say. Twenty twenty five minute episodes, but it's a Canadian sitcom type things about these people of like this little town of Letterkenny in Canada that it has like, what is it? Like less than 5,000 people. And it's all pretty much, you know, like hockey jocks, some farmers, uh, like some stoners and some other things. And it just says, this are, these are their problems, you know? And so it's how these different cliques almost interact, you know, and things and the, the crap, the conversations that the stupid farm boys have and half the stuff that the freaking uh, jocks say I can barely understand. <laughs> but Did either of you guys watch Welcome to Flatch like I told you to? No. Oh, remember, they don't have the first season. I know, they took the first season off because it was like the end of the month. Yeah. So what it went away. On? So I can't watch it. You should watch. start with the second season. You'll be fine. What is that on? Uh, it's on Apple TV? Hulu, I think. Now. Oh, Hulu. Okay. But, but I did watch... Just tell your Roku, welcome to Flatch, and you'll yeah. find it. Really? Um, 
Smile. Did you know? I watched Smile. Oh, is that good? I liked it a lot, but it's right up my alley. Is that the horror film yeah, type of thing horror. with the uh, female that has special parts? Special parts. Oh, maybe I'm not thinking of something so different. She smiled. Everybody smiles in the movie. Oh no! It's almost like it's basically like the ring. Yeah. Hmm. Um, there's like this entity or whatever that attaches itself to somebody, and they have to. So smile. you have to like. Okay. So if you see, so it drives people crazy. It makes them smile, and they see other people, and then they, they kill themselves. Smile. Oh. They commit suicide, and then whoever watches them commit suicide. The thing attaches to them, and then they have to, they live for like four to seven days, and then this thing drives them crazy, and they commit suicide in front of somebody else, and uh, then the chain just keeps going. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But I liked it. It was good. I thought it was well done. I liked that creepy horror. That one actually looked okay. I don't think yeah. I'll watch it, but. I liked it. I thought it was good. Cool. Um, I watched uh, Blockbuster. Oh. Did, Did you, you watch that? No, I watched like the little trailer type things that they were showing with it, and it just the jokes seem so. They're pretty lame. I yeah. mean, it's it's just that it's trying to be that superstore type, you know, thing, and it's just. Is that the Hulu original where they bring back a sitcom? Uh, no, I thought this was on Netflix, wasn't it? Oh no, that was good. What reboot? Yeah, have you watched that? Yeah, that was good. Oh, it is good. Oh yeah. Okay. Blockbuster, not that great. It's a, uh, it's Bl- on Netflix. It's about the last Blockbuster store. Yeah. It's like a workplace comedy. Oh. And they all work in this Blockbuster store. Is it a series? It is. It's ten episodes on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, it's got the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm, black guy, who lives with Larry David. Are you caught up on Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, I stopped watching it. I got to like four or five seasons. Oh, uh, no, this is like in later seasons. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Like seasons black eight, nine, ten, I think. Now I quit. That's such a great show. I know. I need to start back. But there's so much stuff to watch. It's hard to do. I know. But it's okay. It's not very good blockbuster. We also but it's watched... passable. If you just need like a 30-hour or 20-minute sitcom. We also watched uh, Barbara bought... Uh, she bought DVDs. She bought the uh, five-disc set of the Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond movies. Yeah. So we watched um, Casino watch Royale. We watched um, the first three. Casino Royale... Um, Quantum Solace and um, Skyfall. Cool. So there were two good ones in there. Which ones are the two good ones? Casino Royale is excellent, and um, Skyfall is very good. Yeah. Quantum Solace was a bit of a. Yeah, I kind of like it though. Um, but no, I I get it. I just I've watched those movies several times. Every time I watch them, I. They're just so... I don't know what it is. They're like some of my favorite Bond movies because it's all like one big, long, five-movie yeah. story. Like, it all yeah. ties together. Yeah. And it builds on itself. And But yeah, Bald... That, what's his name? The bad guy, Baldemar, Bald... Baldermas or whatever. The the bad guy in um, Skyfall. Yeah. Um, no Country for Old Men. Yeah. I can't think Balderm, of his Balderm. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Bardem, Bardem yeah. He is so good. He is good, like almost oh in everything. God, he's good he? in everything. That yeah. freaking Skyfall, though. I get him mixed up with Benicio del Toro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. But uh, anyway, so we watched those. We've got two more to go. Cool. To finish it out. Um, what is it? Spectre, I think, is the fourth one, and then. And then the final one. Right? The it's called. Die. 
to die or kill or time no time no time to die or something i feel like those movies follow the like good movie bad movie good movie bad movie good movie yeah like specter no sorry but like i said they're not bad they're just not as good as other ones like they hit i just they're kind of like the star trek movies they're like they hit a high point and hit a point yeah i just i think he i think he does a good bond and i like the way that they basically just rebooted it and yeah it's just like a five like i said you know it's yeah. a it's a whatever a 15 hour series yeah. or movie or you know whatever like it's just all kind of one story cool but anyway i'm glad you dig it we watched those i think that's about it i was thinking of the but it, yeah you should watch that horror film sometime is it good I don't know. I can't. I've never seen it, but it no. was. I just know the description of it. Oh. So. No. All right, comics. Now we may actually talk about something that we, we were supposed to read talk about. Comics. What's your, your book? Yeah, Don, talk about your book. You want me to? Yeah, just, just drop right it, in. man. Let's go for it. Let's go. Do you ever hear back from your daughter? No. Why is that important? Apparently. Emma owns this book. No, I just it looks familiar. I thought she had it. Already. So this is called The Marvels. It's the by Selznick. Yeah, something sells it. Brian. Brian Selznick. Brian Selznick. I don't know why that name sounds familiar. Right, it does anything. sound familiar. But anyway, um, I bought the. This came out in like two thousand and seventeen. Looks like you bought like the collector's edition or something. No, yeah. it's the only version. Like I bought it when it came out. Really? I'm just now getting around to reading it. So why did you Maybe buy it? Maybe that's why I see, it looks familiar. Maybe I saw you Because it, it sounded interesting. Um it's basically I don't know. So Is it superhero related or anything? Or? No. 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 So just, why is this even up your alley? It is it serial killers? Sounded interesting. No. It's like a children's book. Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even know what it was about. I read the description thing and said like, half of it's like a comic book pictures, and then half of it's like a prose story. Really? So there's huh. like 300 pages of, of words. This totally sounds like something that's like, off his, up his alley, not yours. But there is too many words for him, though. But uh, the first half of the book reads really fast. Oh, I bet so. Look at all those pretty pictures. And then Not even panels. It's just the last half of it reads pretty slow. All right. Are either of you guys ever going to read this? I'm no. never going to read this, so spoil okay, so the shit I'm out of spoil it. Spoil the shit out of it. All right, so it starts out in the year 1776, 1766. 1700s. A, yeah, it starts out in the 1700s. Fudge. And there, it's on this Is boat. Is that your reading glasses? It's yeah, on this problems. boat called a ship blind. called the Kraken. The Kraken. The Kraken. <laughs> and there's... Oh, uh, like two brothers, which you don't know that they're brothers when it starts, but they're doing a play for the crew. And during the play, a storm hits and sinks the ship. And the brother, the two brothers, and the, and the dog are the only ones that survive. And they end up on this deserted island, but the older brother, he gets injured and he ends up dying. So the boy is the only survivor. He gets rescued by, like, a British ship. It comes by and sees him on the island because the island gets set on a fire. And they see him and they rescue him and they take him back to England. And then he goes into... Uh, he winds up at a... They're building a theater. And so he winds up at this theater. And he becomes an actor at the theater. And then... So it, it's basically like five generations. So like he becomes an actor. They're doing plays. 
He's doing plays. Um, somebody leaves a baby on the doorstep for him and says, please take care of him because I can't. So he raises this kid in the theater. He becomes an actor and he's doing plays. And then he gets married and then they have a kid. And then that, so they're all the Marvel. The, right. His it's, name it's is Marvel. Generation so of, it's generations. It's like five generations of these actors. Okay. And this is the begin. This is the first half of the book, and it goes all the way up to like 1900, where like the the final child, hmm. he's not good at acting. He doesn't want to act. He's like an artist, and so he decides that he's going to run away and go on a ship. So that he can make his own way. But his great-grandfather, like the original guy, like he is still alive and like living in the, the basement of the theater. But he's like old and senile. Or maybe it's his grandfather. I can't remember which one. It gets a little confusing. But anyway, the, the theater gets set on fire. And then that's all you see. Like the theater set on fire. And then it goes back. Then it starts over with the words. Like, that's all the pictures. Then it starts in on the prose. And it starts in on the prose in, like, 19... Is it 90? That was just a picture part? That's the whole picture part. So it goes through, like, these five generations of these actors. And then it ends with the last one. And then the theater burns down. And then it jumps ahead to, like... I don't know. what If you go to the... Um, where the words start. Sorry. I'm just trying to get the timeline right. 1990. Okay, 1990. So we jump from 1900 to 1990. And it starts out and there's this boy. And he is in England. And he has run away from his boarding school. Because his parents are like really rich. And they put him in this boarding school. And they're like off. So it's like around Christmas time. He runs away from school, and he supposedly has an uncle that he's never met that lives in London. So he's trying to track down his uncle that he's never met. And he runs into this other boy, and he's like chasing a dog or whatever. Well, he ends up finding his uncle. He goes to try to stay with his uncle, but his uncle's like, he lives in this house, and like... His, his uncle is like super worried about anything being out of place like the house is really weird like he has the dining room set up there's like the table set there's half drank wine glasses there's like um half eaten plates of food there's like napkin on the floor and so he tells so the kid is like really cold and and starting to get sick so he, the uncle doesn't want him to be there because he doesn't want anybody in the house because he doesn't want to mess up his shit but he tells him he can go into the house and go upstairs and don't touch anything. Well, the kid, like, touches some stuff. Well, the uncle gets really freaked out. He's like, you can't stay here. I'm going to have to call your parents. I'm going to have to call your school, whatever. Like, you can't stay here. You can't stay in this house. So he's, like, really, really, like, reserved about his house. And so he ends up letting him stay. And then him and the neighbor boy or whatever, they, they find these, uh, they find, like, a bunch of, uh, they're snooping around and they find like a box of cassette tapes. And so they're like, well, we have to listen to what's on the tapes. And so they start listening to the tapes and it's his uncle on the tapes talking about the Marvels. And his, his uncle is like involved in the theater. Like he goes to the same theater and he like goes to plays. And so it's all this huge mystery. So this 
kid is trying to figure out how the original story, because it's it's telling the story of the marbles from the 1766 all the way up to like 1900, and then everything stops in 1900. And so then he goes to the theater, like this all kind of starts boiling up, and you're trying to figure out like how it all ties together, how they're related, whatever. Well, it turns out that his uncle um, basically met a man, his boyfriend or whatever, and his boyfriend got sick. Well, they then they befriended the 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 kid that befriends the boy. He had an older brother. It turns out he's a girl. He just has his hair tied up. So, like, he meets him and thinks he's a boy and then finds out that he's a girl. Well, she had an older brother. And his name was Marcus. And he was kind of troubled. Like, he would get in trouble and stuff. And so, the uncle found the house. And he befriended the neighbors. And they brought Marcus over to, like, help him. He helped build the house. Like, he helped fix the house and fix it up and do all the carpentry, everything in the house. I know I'm really talking. It's a long book. But anyway, the, um, so the whole point of the story is this guy, he, Marcus was going to leave to go on a boat to, uh, learn something new or whatever. And he died like in a car crash or whatever. So the uncle and then his boyfriend died. And his name was Billy. can't remember if it was Billy Marvel or just Billy. But anyway, all the stuff that happens in the beginning is on the cassette tapes. Hmm. And it's a story that the uncle wrote. Ooh. So this kid thinks that it's real, but it's not real. It's something the uncle made up to deal with, to, to try to remember his... his husband lover whatever and the kid marcus so the the billy kid is after what up does that does that make sense am i making nope. sense what i'm it's talking about sense, yeah. okay so the whole half of the book that you read is a story that you think it's real but none of it happened because it was all just something that the uncle in the, the 1990s or the 1980s he wrote all this up yeah. And created this story, but tied it into the theater that he was tied to. He was tied to. Okay. So the kid's like, the, the little kid goes to the theater to talk to the guy that works there. And the guy's like, oh, I've worked here forever. He's like, I know the whole history of this. And he starts asking him about Billy in the 1776 and survived the shipwreck and all this other stuff. And the dude's like, this theater wasn't built until like... 1900 or whatever yeah you know what i mean so when the story stops is when he stopped writing the story, story because his boyfriend husband lover whatever died so he didn't want to write the story continue anymore continue the story yeah. so he's keeping the house the same way it was when when the people that he cared about were right. alive in the house so yeah. he, he has to have everything in certain places because he's still living in the past yeah, and he can't true. deal with the future. Yeah. So you don't figure all this out until like like you read that first half of the story through the pictures 
and you're like, oh, okay, cool, and then it jumps, and then you're like trying to, it. I don't know. Yeah, I like trying it. to. Figure it was kind of cool. Stuff, you're trying yeah. to figure it out. It's like a mystery or whatever. Yeah. But I really liked it. I, cool. I thought it was a good, a good story. It was cool. Um. Anyway, you should all read it now that I spoiled the shit out of it. Read that. Why? Got words. Sound, it sounds like it's right up. Sounds good at all. Oh, okay. Hmm. Sounds horrible. Really? Horrible. Just, okay. I don't know. It sounded fairly decent. Face. I thought you did a good job there. Thanks. I love the way that it's glowing off of your beard, too, from the mm. reflection in the light. Nice. Yeah, it has the gold gilded pages. <laughs> the The cover is, like, raised. It's a nice presentation. Um, Something. Brian Selznick here, uh, he also All wrote right. Wonderstruck and the Invention of Hugo... Cabaret, which was adapted into Martin Scorsese's Oscar-winning movie, Hugo. Yes. Read he, that already. He, huh? I already read this. Oh, you did? Yeah. No, I didn't. Nice. He, he, also, he lives in San Diego, California, and Brooklyn, New York. I don't know how he lives in two places at the same time, but apparently he does. And then, I didn't read the back, but there's like an afterword after it, and I guess this is all kind of based on a true story. Like a friend of his, that he like actually rebuilt this house in London, and you have like pictures of it in the back because I kind of flipped through it, but like you can actually go and like see this old house or whatever. Like the house is a big part of the story. I just kind of brushed over it, but like him building the house and restoring it to like England or what you know what I mean, like the time or whatever. Well, and that seemed like from the afterward that yeah, that was a big reason why he even wrote the story in general was because of the house. The house, yes. So, anyway. What'd you read, Drew? Nothing great. Nothing as good as the Marvels? Uh, everything is probably better than that. Oh, my God. It's wow. so good, dude. How rude. My <laughs> friend. Slumber. Slumber. Volume 1. Never even heard of it. It's an image book. It's by... That's weird that I didn't buy it. Right. But Tyler Burton do. Smith is the writer. Vanessa Cardinale is the illustrator. Doesn't sound familiar at all. No, it doesn't. But Nathan uh, <laughs> Nathan Fox did the covers. Nice. And they're pretty nice. Um, it's okay. Basic. Well, there you I have feel it. Like, I feel like I've read this story before. Something similar to it. It's like a dream story. Like this lady goes into people's dreams and like kills her nightmares and saves them. Right? Or saves them from their nightmares. That's like her shtick. Well, it turns out that... Isn't there a movie like that? Dream Yeah, Dreamscape or Yeah, something? it's like Dreamscape. <laughs> but she's got, like, a dark past. Like, she, I guess she had a daughter, and the daughter got sucked up in her dreams and, like, taken over by, like, a demon. And so she's basically trying to find this demon who killed her daughter and get revenge. But I believe the demon is actually her daughter. This sounds like Dreamscape. Right? <laughs> and so... It's okay. It's just the art is okay. It's not really my my style. It's not his cuppa. It's not my cuppa, and the story is just kind of like kind of tropey, tired. I don't know. It didn't really do much for me. Tropey, tired, wow. bag so, of garbage. Yeah, I can't really recommend, recommend it. It, it wasn't. Is I mean, it it's, over. It's, I I think they're trying to do a volume two, but <laughs> I think they're it trying. Kind Dark, of. It kind of finishes. Thriller. But it's not. 
Huh. It didn't do much for me. It was I probably my least favorite thing I read. I, it doesn't wow. sound like it did anything. I didn't really like anything I read that much. So. Wow. So what about the new Masters? No, you have to do one now. Well, I only read like two things. I only read like two things. I only read one thing. I read two I things. Read, Actually, did you even read the assigned reading? Yeah, I read okay, that. That's thank God. I actually read a little bit of something else, but I probably won't talk about it. I read Limbo Beach. Limbo Beach. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to borrow that and read it because I'm probably never, ever going to get my copy. You're never getting your copy of Limbo Beach. Maybe not. It is short. Man, talk about a quick read. I mean, it just flies. I don't know, man. Buster was working on that for like 14 years. Oh, I can believe it there. He's still to draw like 80 pages. The art is still amazing, but I mean, it's it's right up Drew's alley. There's not hardly that many words. words. You know, it's a lot of just action. I guess there's a couple of words in some of there. But hence is some of the issue of very few words is... uh, I only have like an inkling of really what the hell is going on, and I'm not even not entirely much sure the person that wrote this really knows what's going on either. I had the feeling that it, they were like in a nice little stone realm or something like this, <laughs> you know, with the whole well, way the, the whole, thing goes. But isn't it like written by like a, a rapper, music rapper, or something? Vince Staples is a rapper. That's, That's the whole line yeah. of the these books. They did like Public Enemy did one. Oh uh, yeah. Like, this guy did one. Like, I think that's the whole shtick of this He didn't actually line. write it, though, because there's another guy who actually wrote it. Mm. They just came up with the idea. I think he came up with the idea, and then he hired people to do it. Because gotcha. who has the time to actually... If you're a rapper, you don't have time to write comics. Well, I think Drew already kind of gave the basics, you know, type things. A kid, yeah, but I didn't pay a kid, a kid shows up it. on a beach, and this beach, this island seems to have other young kids on it, and they all have, like, their own little special powers, but yet it's also ran by kids to a point so it's got got this you know psychedelic uh, lord of the flies thing going on you know with little superheroes but they're trying to basically beat the top dog or try to sell the new kid to the top dog because of the fact of his powers can like basically level people up that they're basically just in like this big video game world and you come to find out basically they're in they're they're all dead essentially so and that they're uh, Holy shit, you just ruined it. I did, I did. Oh so I usually don't listen to you guys when you but, talk, and that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why. But to tell you the truth, they 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 lay that twist out on you, and they don't really do anything with it. I mean, I don't know. I think they do something, and yeah, maybe they're going to have more. Maybe not. Maybe it was supposed to be an ending. I don't know. There isn't even it any... It felt like, kind of anticlimactic. It did, yeah. I mean, you would think mean? you'd find this out and go... You're dead, you know, and go, oh, but instead he's like, just like, yeah, I'm just telling you this in passing. Yeah, do what you want to do, you know, or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. we're going to do. There isn't you know, even like so. a title page or anything. Like, he said he wasn't, even... Buster said he wasn't thrilled with the way the book was designed as far as. It's like, it the credits are at the end. Here. The credits there are at the are? end. I didn't see them. It's like a credit page. Too. It's like before the covers, but after the main story. Yeah, keep going. One more. There you go. There you go. Oh, see, I thought that was still part That's of the story. That's confusing, right? Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. Cool. But, you know, the fact that it is Buster, the art's amazing. And, and it's got this strange potential with it. I just didn't feel like the payoff was there, which made it a little disappointing. Three you, people did you feel kind of that, that way a little bit? Yeah, there wasn't much of a payoff. Yeah, three at people all. to write it. But did you feel kind of, I mean, as it was going, 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was great, okay. but it was kind of it was okay. You know, engaging. Mildly yeah, engaging, mildly. Yeah, working. there you go. You know, type but stuff. Yeah, it was. It's a bit. From a writing standpoint, it's a bit of a letdown. Christopher Harris did the some of the coloring. So did Ross Taylor. Nice. Yeah, I think Buster they did some flatting. Emily Alvarez and Cameron Kunk. I think that Buster was getting every friend he could to help him finish colorists, that book. And then a color assist. Three editors. Wow. A lot of people make that book. A lot of freaking people, man. First printing, January of 2022. Yep. Taking you a whole year to get your book. Print that bad shit back in January. Okay. What about the new masters? Uh, new masters. It's written by Shobo and the artist by Shof. Nice. Shia LaBeouf. That's all I heard was Shia LaBeouf. Nope. Shobo and Shof. I believe they're both Nigerians. Do you have anything else? This is apparently Afrofuturism. So. Got more the same probably in a beer. What do you want? Oh, I'm good. We're listening. No, it's fine. You're making a lot of noise, so I'll just wait until you guys are done. I have another one of these. You bet. As you were saying, I'm just waiting for the silence. I really want to hear about this. I'm just waiting for the silence. New masters. I'll start when we have. Oh my god! When he can have like. You look as old. You sound as old as you look with those glasses down halfway down your nose. Thank you, man. (laughs) All right, so it's set in the future. There's been some like only start when it's quiet. Come on, we interrupt Don all the time. Can't you take really? this? <laughs> really? Oh my god. Alright, so it's set in the future. There's been some kind of a cataclysm, and a lot of the Earth is destroyed or uninhabitable. And I think Africa is the main area of the Earth that's still habitable. And there's also... Well, they've also discovered that there's a whole other group of people on Jupiter... Jovians, and so it's kind of like a class thing. Like Earth is this rundown, getting by on fumes, and there's Jupiter, which is like like the richy rich, like high class people, and they're kind of exploiting Earth for themselves and just kind of bleeding it dry. Are they jovial Jovians? Jovians, I think is how they're Jovi. Are they jovial Jovians? I don't think so. You don't even see that many of the Jovians. To be honest, they're kind of just sort of there. So anyway, there's all sorts of people on Earth that are just scratching by. There's like a ray type character who's like trying to scrounge for stuff like the whole thing starts with her like scavenging some old ancient ship and it feels very uh star wars force awakens first part type of thing Hmm. but anyway she has parents and her parents are kind of like scavengers as well and there ends up being this there's like a someone has this like disc of information it's like your MacGuffin, right and, like, something that has all this good information that's going to, like, all this technology that they have to decipher that's going to... Whoever has it has, like, the power. And so they're trying to get it for Earth. Like, like the sword. Of, I Basically. have the exactly. power. So they're trying to get it for Earth, and the Jovians are trying to get it. And then there's another guy who's trying to, like, a business evil guy who's trying to get it and exploit it. So everybody's after this thing. So they put together, like, a team to try and... Uh, do like a heist to capture this thing and so they do that but then there's other people after it and so it becomes like this big sort of you know different factions after this MacGuffin type of thing 
A lot of world building. What is this called? It's called New Masters. This is the image? Yeah. I don't... I don't even remember hearing about either one of these. And yeah. I got through the previews like every freaking month. I don't know what to tell you. So... Were these released in single issues? Yeah, they both were. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So... It's okay. I guess it's one of those things where there's this whole world that they've built up, but... They don't really ever explain it. They just kind of make you have to figure out what you can glean from, like, subtext or from context or whatever, you know? Which is okay, but you never really get the complete picture of what's really going on until about halfway through the book. Yeah? If that. I didn't get the complete picture of what's going on in the book I read until, like, 75% through. Mm, that's fair. 80. So. Anyway, it's okay. Just nothing. Yeah. Sorry. Right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, Scott, what do you got? Uh, the only thing I did to read besides the required was the Reckless book, Follow Me Down, which I thought was required reading because I thought Dom was going to read it with me. Right? Well, I was going, okay. wait till next, wait, and then I'll do it with you. <laughs> but I'll forget it by then because oh my, my memory's crap. I'm going to go to the restroom then. But, well, there's really not much to say that, I mean, Drew's already kind of filled it in on it for the most part. This is the stuff that takes place to our uh, reckless dude while, while you know the previous book was uh, what was going Anna on Anna was his, by herself yeah Anna was by With herself her and, adventure and things yeah this goes a little bit farther in the fact that it does show a little bit of what happened to our lead character you know he kind of falls into a bit of a depression after whatever happens to Anna I suppose well yeah do you think that was weird how they jumped ahead and they had like a big reveal about Anna that you didn't really in, know about. Well, you knew about it in the previous one. Did you? Yeah. Had she, they revealed that before? She she makes something so in there that makes spoiler. mention. Yeah, that she dies somehow. That she dies somehow, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was something in there. See, I don't remember so, that. Yeah. So it was kind of like, So it oh, wasn't, so this wasn't surprising. Was it surprise. was more of a surprise than the other one, where it's like, ah, oh, hell, yeah. you know, type things. Okay, so, so that makes a little bit of difference. I thought that was weird how they revealed that just in passing. Yeah. Like in this flash forward type of thing. Yeah, they. I don't remember how they did it on the previous one, but okay. there's something mentioned that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that she's. I probably just forgot. I read a lot of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I thought this one was really good. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's the same type of type same of thing. Type it flows thing. very well, you know, things like that. Uh, it seems to have some purpose uh, with things. Uh, I thought that uh, the character that he's, you know, trying to chase down, you know, and stuff, what she does after they break up, you know, and stuff was kind of interesting there, too. Well, I thought it was know, cool things. how he's, like, supposed to find her. It's like a mission person's going to yeah. find her. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to help you go ahead and finish yeah. what you started. Let's like, go ahead and do this. Like, okay. These guys seem like dicks. Let's go this direct. <laughs> Nice and I'm not even going to get you back to your husband. You <laughs> yeah, know, gonna, yeah. So, or even yeah. convince you to go back. Exactly. So. I love how he said things like, "Yeah, those neighbors never talk to me again." <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. Can't imagine why. Yeah. No kidding. But yeah, it, it's still it's good read, good writing, and it flows really fast and and cool art, you know, for the subject matter and everything else. Yeah. So. Cool. Yep. Glad you liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Adventure Man. Are you reading this, Don? Adventure Man? Oh, uh, yeah, but I'm behind. With your I don't know if I even finished the first arc. Well, here's the funny thing. But I have I all think I them. read the first arc, didn't I? Well, you can have this one. This one looks familiar. It's funny that you say the first arc. Because the first hardcover collected issues one to four. 
And the first arc is really issues one to five. So the beginning of this is actually the conclusion to the previous arc. And then the next arc is three issues? No. I think the next arc is also five issues because you get four of those issues and then it ends on a cliffhanger again. No, because this one is... The first one was four issues. This one is five issues. Oh. So they finish up the first arc and then get you just enough to the very end of the next arc and then leave you on a cliffhanger. How much did that book cost? Nice. Uh, I think it was 25. 25. It's not bad. It's not bad for a big, big oversized, oversized five issues. I, I mean, know. the issues are like four bucks a piece. Right. I don't know so where five I issues is like five bucks a piece. I don't know where a hard I would cover put that damn thing. Um, it is an odd size. Yes. I really like the art in this because it's Terry Dodson who I really enjoy. I like the premise. It's like kind of like an old pulpy type throwback. I know, did heroes. enjoy what I read the first stuff. I really but I did. just can't. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't help that. It starts in the middle of the end of the last story. Right. And no then starts kidding. another story and doesn't finish it. But I just have trouble just getting engaged. I don't know. Maybe it's the writing style. or Well, you much... shouldn't be getting engaged. You're already married. I mean, it just doesn't pull me in. That'd but yeah. be weird. It's interesting. It just kind of feels all over the place. I don't know. It's all right. I feel like everything here I should like a lot more than it actually does. <clears throat> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to like it. It's just not quite pulling You should read Marvel's then, because I loved it. Apparently. Let's see what Scott thinks. <laughs> but Adventure Man Volume 2. Cool <laughs> art. Neat premise. Execution. Just needs so to be tweaked so. a little bit. Huh. I think you're just in a sour mood. I didn't like much of what I read. Because that's Matt Fraction and, and... Terry Dodson. Terry Dodson. This should, should be a home run. Blow you the hell out of the water, like just yes. insane. Well, I will admit, there's very few things of Matt Fractions that like I blew me away. I mean, name something that you love that Matt Fraction wrote. What was that? Uh, was the time travel thing? Time travel. I can't even think of it. The uh, it was like the Casanova. Small... Casanova. I can't get into that book either. Oh, I love that book. I need to reread it. It's on my shelf. I need to give it another try. There you go. Maybe it's better. Um, before we do our final, I did read uh, Monster Fun. These are ones that I got from John Lucas. Um, they have a little... It's part of your trade? Yeah. Like, they're magazines. They're, like, for kids. They're kind of, like, short little anthology stories, like, three or four pages a piece. But John Lucas does one called Frankie Stein. It's about, like, a, a goofy, dumb Frankenstein. And he gets into all sorts of hijinks and three pages of hilarity ensues. Hilarity, but, but I mean, it's like a weird like. Did mad... you read the whole thing or just the John Lucas? The first one I read the whole thing, and the second one I just read the John Lucas ones. Okay. Well, I know you didn't like do the crossword puzzles. I thought about it. Mazes, or but yeah, it's almost like a weird search. like kids like monster comic that comes out quarterly. Or you're really gonna hate the next trade of what of this? Why? Because it's gonna have the whole Oz story in it. No, that was in. I read that in mine. They put it in the front. That's what I started with. I just meant because it's going to be longer. No, that's what it's in my thing. It's not in his. It's in the next. I know it's in the next trade. I read already because it's beginning before Cubs. Well, it's a backup in in every issue. I know. So they put it in the front, and then they did Cubs in Toyland. So I read Mm -hmm. that. I did not read this Wolf story. That's part of the trade. I know, that's what I'm saying. I didn't read that. I read the other stuff first. Why the fuck did you read it? It's part of the reading. Because you didn't know. 
And well, he, I, he I, just I kind of knew. knew. I kind of knew. He just said he uh, knew. I kind of figured it out halfway through, but, but he I, didn't read I, it. I didn't get to it. That's no, all good. I so tried good. to start it, but it was really dry. It is, I'm, isn't it? But it goes pretty quick. I'm all about the Buckingham issues. If it's not Buckingham, it's just filler, and I could care less. Ah, uh, but the Arden head is actually not pretty filler. good. It's filler. It's just filler, man. It's foresight. It's prophecy. It's the future. It's garbage. Jesus. So, <laughs> Cubs in Toyland. Was it, great. It's like so one of my. The only one that didn't read the Oz stuff. Then I didn't read the Oz stuff, but that's okay. You can talk about it. It doesn't matter. Right. So I mean, it's just. Does it actually wrap up the Oz story? Yeah, but okay. Just in an annoying way. You get to figure out how Buffkin doesn't die. It's like this weird. It's a magic. Three hundred year story. Cool. What. 300 years. Yeah, because they, like, get married, have a bunch of kids, and, like, they go for another 50 years, and they get married again, have a few more kids, and get married again. What are you talking about? The Oz story. It's all about the revolution. The The revolution. The last 10 pages are about them having a bunch of kids. She turns into a monkey, and they have a bunch of kids, and they turn into little little people, people, and they have a bunch of kids, and they turn into birds, and have a bunch of kids. I didn't read that part. What? It's the best part. That wasn't in mine. <laughs> that What's wasn't in mine. Okay. I just got up to the part where they killed it's probably the, in the next one. Where they lopped off that dude's head, didn't they? Cool. Nice. But anyway, we don't have to talk about that. Let's just talk about Cubs and Toyland. So Cubs and Toyland. That is the meat. This the is meat. probably my favorite uh trade. Believe it or not. This is a pretty good story. I, I like it. it. I it's like very it. Good. It's got a little bit of tragedy. You know, it's about tragedy. you it's know. Dark. Well, it's dark, and it's got you know it. It's more personal. It's it's smaller, you know, in, in in a lot of ways. You know, it's centering around a couple of people, the Snow family, you know, and things. And that's really kind of the bread and butter of fables in a lot of a lot of ways. Is Big B Snow, and you know, maybe even Rose Red to a point, you know, and things. And uh, this is just fantastic with the you know kind of talking about two of the siblings in particular and how one's kind of what would you say going off the beaten trail there a little bit just because she's feels like she's entitled to a whole bunch of stuff and then the uh the so-called lead dog of the pack trying to do his job to save her so i don't know props to buckingham though as i was reading this i was reading this page why don't you just marry buckingham like i was reading this page you're so in love with him i was reading this page and i'm like man Dude's taking it in stride. Like, Willingham's like, okay, dude, I need you to show a giant teddy bear fight a tiger. Yes. And make it good. I'm like, really? A giant teddy bear has to fight a tiger? Okay. And Buckingham kills it. Oh, he does. And there's just some... Power to him. Some... Yeah, the teddy bear wins. Wonderfully... The teddy bear does win. Wonderfully gruesome scenes in there, you know, of her, like, biting into raw tiger meat and... The teddy bear reminds me of the teddy bear from Akira. Okay. Okay. I don't even remember the teddy bear from Akira. Me either. But, but okay, so should we explain the story a little? Sure. <laughs> All right, so Therese, one of the cubs, gets like a toy boat mm-hmm. for Christmas. And the toy boat talks to her and convinces her to go to this land. What is it? The land of despair? The land of lost Discardia. toys. Discardia. Discardia. Land of Discardia. The, stuff, the toys that like kill kids. 
Yeah. Yes. That gets revealed like about three fourths of the way through is why they're discarded. Yes. But yeah, they're all responsible for that what the toys are, why they're discarded. It is not all three fourths of the way through. Yeah. I love the fact that when they're explaining why what happened, like half of them are choking. <laughs> yeah, all them, most of them are choking. Yeah. Yeah. So they killed toy, they killed kids, and then they get put to, dis- to, to Discardia. And so now they're trying to figure out, you know, their own way back, you know, or something like that. There's a, and they need a. There's a legend or a prophecy or whatever that someone will come. Who's that? Is that one of and the be, kids? That is, yes, that's Ambrose. Ambrose. Okay. Yes. And so Ambrose, in some weird way, is kind of telling Dare, you know, giving him some some pointers, I guess. Because it was way. weird how he's, like, talking to somebody, but you don't hear who yeah, he's talking to. Yeah, you don't know who he's talking to. And then you and find out there Ambrose. that it appears to be Ambrose. Now, right. why Sorry. Ambrose, an adult Ambrose, is talking to him, who I have no idea. Maybe that what? might be revealed later, but... But, but the fact that Ambrose is kind of the storyteller in general, maybe in a way. What trade was it that we read where Ambrose gets the prophecy? Yeah, I guess it was the that was the previous one. one. I really wanted to go back and read I that did prophecy. Too. I want to go back and take a picture of it because it was like one will die, one will grow old, one will do this, one will do that. Yeah, and one of them died. Yep. And one of them well, and one of them's a king. It says something about one will be one king, will be one will be queen. queen. It's king. Yeah. And does it say one will be queen? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Because one became a queen. Know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Therese gets stuck in the this land of Discardia, and it's all these broken down toys, and she there's no food. So she's There's starving because no this land of, bring land us, of desolation. Bring us the best food from the kitchen. Yes. Here's some water. It's plastic. <laughs> she tries to eat it and it's plastic. Uh, Which and makes you wonder, do fables actually have to eat? I mean, because they kind of live forever. They're not really fables, are they? The kids? Yeah, they are. The kids are. They're Snow White. And then won't Dare come back eventually? No, only if, like... They can't die if there's... The theory is if they're well-known enough, Dare is not well-known enough, so he can mm-hmm. die. Like, you know, Snow got shot up, but since she's so well-known, she can survive anything. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, so she gets taken there, and she's with all these toys, nothing to eat. Then Dare, one of the other cubs, goes and gets the mechanical tiger, and somehow it becomes a real tiger in Discardia land. And he goes to rescue her. First child will be a king, the second child a pauper, the third will do an evil thing, the fourth will die to stop her. And so I guess Therese, Therese, Therese does the, the evil thing. thing. And he died to stop her. Yes. Because she ate a tiger. I don't know. I guess. And some things. So fifth will be a hero bold, the sixth will judge the rest, and the seventh lives to ages old. Hmm. It is by heaven blessed. But I think Ambrose is the judge of the rest because he's the writer. Gotcha. He's in the story Drew didn't read, and right? he's in that's the story, him. yes. That's Ambrose as well. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, this is Ambrose the wolf? Well, no. He's so writing so let, let's finish Cubs. Yeah, no. Let's finish Cubs in Toyland first, and we'll get back there to the other one. Oh, that's Ambrose. So The yes. old dude writing the story. Yes. All right. Yeah. 
But anything right. more about the Cubs in Toyland? I mean, besides the fact that she's here in Discardia, you know, she there's no food. She's eating plastic or trying to eat plastic stuff. It don't work. So then Dare shows up because he's be trying to be the good kid. By this time, you know, Snow's freaking out. You know, where's your daughter at? You know, and things. So everybody's looking for her. Bigby realizes that she's not on this plane of existence and somewhere else, but doesn't know where. So they're sending out the other three winds, east, west, north, or east, west, and south to go find her, you know, and things. Dare, meanwhile, finds the uh, crazy mechanical tiger that kind of lives a little bit in both planes of things and ends up taking uh, Dare to, to see his sister. Sorry. On this page that I'm on, it says, The first of the seven prophecies was fulfilled when Winter officially became king of the north. Yep. The third and fourth child prophecies occurred when Therese was revealed as the third child doing an evil thing yep. by murdering Mount Batten for his flesh and ordering the wooden toys of her kingdom burned to eat it. Yes. Yes. Darian is revealed as the fourth child as he sacrificed himself to a magic cauldron so, so that Therese said. could have food. And thus end her insanity. Yes. Yeah, but you didn't say that she was because she murdered Mountbatten. Well, yes, I did. Yeah, he said because she it, ate the tiger. Because she ate a tiger. Mountbatten was a tiger. Yeah, okay. and that's that's the tiger. Yeah. And burned the toys to yeah, I did good. not say that. But that, was a good, say that. Yeah, that was a very good point, though. So anyway, we yeah, have no. three of the problems. No, Scott's right. This was a very cool story. No, I did it like has, it. It has some tragedy and some redemption. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're all good. Because yeah. it's cool how, like, the toys then have to go and save children to, like, redeem themselves. Yes. And, like, start she getting... makes them oh, go. Oh, that is true. Yeah, right. and how she it all comes there go. towards the end. Yes. And they're, they're like, two of them will save, like, who gets this one? And they're like, well, you can have this one, and I'll take the next one. <laughs> yes. <or whatever." laughs> they're, like, giving some kid the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> yeah. They're joking on something. Choking on a leg. <laughs> some kid from drowning. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I thought that was cool, you know, type things. Yep, you want you want to be redeemed, you got to go out there and save some kids. Yeah. So, but, you know, after all that, you know, type things, you know, Dare is the one who basically sacrifices himself to that magic cauldron so that they basically, she has food. Yes. And she's there for God knows how long. Right. And then ends up showing up finally to go, well, I better go... You know, talk to my... I feel like now I can go talk to my family. And she goes... And the, basically the story ends with her... But she says at the end, time moves different. Oh, yeah. So she's ones. older. Everybody else is still very... Yeah. Almost the same age. Yeah. Like. But that's the thing. God knows how many years and everything else that she was there. There. In her mind, you know, or whatever else, too. Because, because of the fact that she's a fable, I'm sure she, you know, ages... Totally different, you know, and things. Well, also when he sacrificed himself, it didn't just give her food; it also somehow rejuvenated the land. Oh, that's well. true too. Yeah, the land starts starts growing, and, and there's like yeah. grass and yeah, stuff. that's true too. It's very Excaliburian, is it? Excalibur kind of. So yeah. then the other little story, the little two parter. Basically, it's Ambrose who is the older gentleman yeah. in there, and it's he's telling writing. a story of. He's basically writing and telling a story, and it happens to be a story of. The big bad wolf meets somebody that can tell his destiny or his fate, doles out fates, yeah. okay? And that's the lady in green. Yeah. And she tells the wolf that his fate is, is that he's going to die in three days, you know, type things and whatever else. And by so, a monster. By a monster. A or monster like bigger, better, bigger, badder than him. Yeah. Kill him. And so he gets all into the doldrums and he's like, I'm going to die soon in this freaking, you know, 
uh, the, turtle. Girl, the good old turtle that with a universe with on his back, you know, type things in the in shape of a teacup. Yeah. That's right. The tea comes, yep, yeah, comes by and tells the wolf. He goes, you know, she just kind of doles out the fates to however, you know, she could maybe change your fate, you know, type things. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, if you pressure her, maybe she can swap things out. And he's like, well, hell. So of course, this is at the end of three days. So then he goes to to back to the person of the fate. Well. That person that can dole out the fates, the little green chick, she basically had already promised this other Yehu that in order to live in this cool-ass house, that he was going to be ultra-powerful and all this other type of crap and marry this this cool-ass woman, you know, type things and have tons of kids and, you know, just live have forever. this... Live forever. Have this great life, you know, and things. And he's like, oh, this sounds great, you know, type things. Well, then when Big B or the wolf shows up, you know, and pressures the fate chick... She's yeah. like, oh, I can't, you know, take it away, but I can swap you with somebody else. He's like, okay. So she swaps him with, with the other guy. guy. And so then he becomes the big bad monster then that kills this other guy within three days, so to yeah. speak. And then he now gets this new fate, which, you know, lets you know that, oh, crap, fate kind of, you know, prophesized that he would get married to Snow, you know, and have, yeah. you know, this long line, you know, whatever else. And then at the end of the whole story, this little two-page thing or two-issue thing that Ambrose is, re- is writing down, he goes into his bedroom and you find out that the green chick, Fate, or whatever, is in his bed. You know, basically they're married. That's his wife. Oh, so He's just writing stories. Yep. It's just writing stories. So it's filler. Eh, yeah, probably oh so. So it really did nothing for the overall Nope, it did absolutely nothing for the overall story of Fables. Okay. And Buckingham didn't draw it. He did not. So I'm I'm surprised he even read the Oz stuff. Well, it was in the beginning, so I couldn't stop because I had to get to the Cubs and Toyland. Huh. You could have just. That's why I stopped it. when I got to the Ambrose thing. I'm like, you could have just skipped it and started right into the. That's okay. We get to talk about the Oz thing next time yeah. because that's when I'll read it. Yeah, but I didn't <laughs> read the whole thing. It didn't. End. It didn't go. Well, yeah. I'm sure it'll be in the next trade. They probably split it up between two trades. I don't read the trades. Oh, they probably spl- it's it's a backup story in the issues, right? Yes. There's probably still backup stories. There's like three pages in each. Yeah, so issue. there's probably still coming because was this was wolf- after like ten issues there were like thirty. Pages. Was this other story like two issues then? It was two issues. Okay. Yeah, it's two issues. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it went pretty yeah. quick though. That yeah. other little story. I felt like this whole trade. I mean, for the fact that it is well, what, keep was in it, mind, I started reading pretty much today. Wow. So I pretty much had to... last night. Yeah, I didn't get to it last night. I still feel like it's a quick I started the Oz thing and it just one, was... One of the ones that's not fairly... That, well, that's your fault for waiting to the last And so minute. then I was it's powering through. And so I got through the Cubs and Toilet, which was very good. And then I was a little worn out from all that reading. And then huh. I got to the... And then the you get to this, story, and you I'm go, like, oh, my God, there's so much more reading. Oh, my God, it's not even Buckingham. Yeah, and that's true, too. It's not even Buckingham. I like Gene Ha, though. He's good. No, you just said you didn't like that stuff at all. I like Gene Ha. I just, I'm just tired of the filler, man. Well, but the monthly schedule only... is not God. <laughs> you can just give a couple months and let Buckingham draw all of it. Uh, just because DC wants their fables coming out every month. Take a three years off like Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona, yeah. Fiona Staples did and be good. You gotta have that in that book in the month every month, man. Somehow there. Brian K. Vaughn made it work with Saga. Everybody came back and started buying Saga again. When's the next Saga hardcover come out? I know they started their issues back up, so we're not good. I know they've already got the first 
So it's going to be another year. I'll, I'll go home probably. and read those this week, and then it'll I'll probably hit next Christmas. Spoil the crap out of it all for you. Oh, I already know. Food already died. Yeah. Huh? What else is going to happen? I know. I mean, after the big spoiler of what the end of the last one, you know, type things, and then decide to take three back. years off. Has it been three years? It hasn't been three years. Oh, I think so. I think it's been There's three no years. Way. It's been three years. It's been three years. Look it up right now. Two. Yeah, it's probably been four years. Yeah, it's probably been like six years. <laughs> See, when Saga number 48 came out, was it 48 or 52? I can't remember. Where'd the end? It was oh, a I weird number. It's 48. He's like on Kirkman where he's like six issues per trade because you got to have six issues per trade. <sighs> six issues, yeah, so that'd be 42. 40, yeah, I bet you it was 48. Yeah. And I think each hardcover was 18. Would or could have been out? 54. Oh, it might be 54. I think each hardcover is 18 issues. Three arcs. Because they're not 12, because they're like 50 bucks. So it's got to be three. Number 48, 49. I think it was 52. I think he said it's going to be 104 issues. 54. So when did 54 come out? Oh, my God. 49 came out in 2018. When did 54 come out? Inquiring minds when we should have Scott look it up. You're bad Scott will have he started five minutes after you. <laughs> it's spinning. <laughs> should hook into my Wi Fi. Fifty four came out in July of tw- July twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. Okay, July twenty eighteen. So it was and then Four January years. 2022 is when 55 came out. So is that three and a half years? Three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was a while. They were just living off that saga money, man. The final issue before the series intermission. It was 54. Yes. 54. And then it came back with 55. 55. January 20. 2022. 2022. End of January. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that probably, is a hiatus. I probably didn't uh probably didn't read the last arc until a year after it came out. That's why it only feels like <laughs> That's why it only feels like that. For me. It feels like a year and a half. I don't know. There was like some cases between like uh issues of planetary that I I'm pretty sure were three this years. One came out in Jan- <laughs> the, the next one came out in January of yeah. this year. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, that's yeah, what at least this thing said. So it says January 26th of 2022. Yep. I haven't read any of those yet. <laughs> I'll probably read the hardcover before you read the- Well, that's <laughs> what I was saying. I know that the, the first, um, or 55 through 60 are out because I know yeah, that that... 60 came out in June. Yeah. The end of June. So I know that that much came out. But has 61 even come out then? No, I don't think I've started the second arc yet. Yeah. They usually take a few months off between arcs to catch up. Yeah, but now it's like six months. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's been 60. Hiatus from July of 2018 to January of 2022. Three and a half years. It doesn't seem like it's been three and a half years. Time goes (laughs) flying by when you have a pandemic. Holy shite. Shite. All right, anything else? Go backs. Go USA.
What are they doing? They advanced to, uh, they advanced round, to the round of 16. I think wow. they got to play the Dutch or something. In, the, is what in, I'm uh, in football. You mean soccer? In football. the what the rest football. of the world believes is football. The World Cup. The World Cup. They need a better name for American football because... Soccer makes sense called football because they kick the ball a lot. Yes. American football, they really don't kick the ball except like kickoff and a punt. I would agree. And a field agree. goal. I mean, we usually you're swap throwing it, right? or you're running. Or Why carrying. don't we just call it soccer? Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Call it <laughs> touchdown ball. Touchdown ball. How about pass ball? <laughs> or move ball? Run ball. Mahomes ball. How about concussion ball? Concussion <laughs> I like ball. Oh, I like that. I like it. Millionaire right. concussion ball. All right. Anything else other than that? Call it uh, white quarterback ball. All right. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everybody. Bye.